4: Oh, Maya, how you doing? How you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? No, how are you doing, Maya? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, but I'll tell you all about it.
5: Get Get in in here!
4: here. My name is Curly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to... The Super Secret Bestie
5: Club podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things. Yeah,
4: like secrets that are super.
5: That's what it is.
4: In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendship, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets.
3: Get in here!
4: Well, Maya, here we are. Another day in the Super Secret Bestie Club treehouse.
5: Universe.
4: And, uh today's a special episode today we're just gonna talk about just catch people up on our own personal lives we're just gonna update people on a lot of things we are real people dealing with real things we are not like uh better than anyone We're we also deal with family love financial we get sad stuff. too
0: yeah we, get we acne also too. get sad
4: yeah exact oh my god i have a giant zit
5: we get gas too
4: well how are you what's been like what's been going on with you
5: Well, the intention of this episode is as if I mean, because I was in Arizona for pretty much a month and I feel like I did not talk to any of my friends and like we caught up like me and you caught up on a phone call. Like, I mean, several phone calls, but I remember it was like an hour and something and you're like, you're going to have to hang up because... I'm just going to keep talking on the phone. Oh, yeah, I and did I'm say like... that,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so this is that.
5: This is that. We're catching up. You know, like this is a little check-in on our spirits. Some, some of our favorites right now, some glimmers. If you don't know what glimmers are, they're the opposite of triggers. They're the beautiful things in the world that, I mean, triggers can do that as well. But like a glimmer right now for me is that... There's a freaking rainbow outside still. If you heard the last episode, there's a rainbow in that one and there's a rainbow in this one too. Maybe we're filming on the same day, but I just can't not talk about it. It's it's the wonders of the world. Like It's made
4: for you to talk about.
5: Exactly. I have to call her out. So we're going to check in and uh, tell you some uh some things that are that we're obsessed with right now. So let's let's get it going, Curly. <laughs> what's going on
4: our first uh topic is like love right like ding-a-dee. oh wait my glimmer my glimmer is i have been feeling myself lately like my glimmer is like i have been feeling like my glimmer is actually back like i know that that's not what it means like that's not like you're what it can be whatever using it for but like for me like i feel like uh Estelita's getting her groove back right now Ooh. you know i'm just in my thing um, love has been kind of an interesting thing. You know, I've been kind of in this ship for a few years now, and, um, I feel like I'm finally kind of moving on and, and getting out of it and kind of just being like accepting of the fact that we can be good people, um, and not for each other and just keep it moving. You know, it's super hard. It's very, it's, it's not as hard this time, if I'm honest with you, like, it was harder the first uh, three times we broke up. <laughs> but, no you comment. know, once, <laughs> once you get up there with a certain amount of numbers, like, you're kind of just like, it is it is what it is. Namaste,
5: you know? But you're not going to stay.
4: Namaste away is what yeah. I'm going to do, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, you know, I've been back out there, I'm dating, I'm seeing what uh, other people... Can uh, bring to the energy force field, and it has been great. Like different people have different things that they can bring, that they can offer you, that they can show up for you. I have not lost faith in love. I have not lost faith in um, the potential, the idea of not not to use the word potential, but like you know, I have not lost faith in the idea that there is, I don't believe in the fairy tale version of love. I don't believe that there is something that is going to be perfect, but I do believe that there is something out there that can meet me where I'm at in terms of my own frequencies. What about you? Like, Where are you at with your love right now?
5: I'm a work in progress constantly. I feel like I am really good at manifesting and being in the right mindset for my career at times and money like I feel like I'm a great manifester um sometimes with love it can I can get into a little bit of a trap like I can get into a little bit of a hole or a spiral and I think that's kind of where I'm at now um I'm not dating anyone I was like I just like looked on hinge and saw um somebody that I had matched with before who lied about knowing me from BuzzFeed and stuff.
1: Do you Hmm. remember him?
5: Pisces. I feel like that happens to you a
4: lot. I feel like that happens to you a lot.
5: Yeah. You have, like,
4: the weirdest luck when it comes to, like, men, stalkers, like... not. I don't know, like just weird stuff happened to you. And considering how many people out there have my phone number, I've never <laughs>
5: And I don't give my phone number out. And
4: literally, I will give my phone number out to people like at the donut shop, at Subway. If you run into me and ask me for my phone number, I'll give you my phone number.
5: <laughs> I don't give my phone number out. But like this person was like he had like messaged me um, I, like three or four years ago um, on Instagram and DM me and I found it and I was like, Hey, what's this? He's like, I don't remember that. Or, or, but I guess it worked. Cause we're talking now. I'm like, there are just little things that I'd be like, Oh yeah. Like I once for work, like back in the day I did this. He's like, Oh yeah, I think I saw that. Cause you did this and that I'm like, but you told me before that you didn't know what I did for work. Like there were little things, you know, that, so I've experienced, unfortunately, like a couple of those things And it's made me a little bit, I don't want to say bitter, but a little discouraged, you know, and I feel like I'm trying to find my little glimmer back for love and stuff. And like, I'll meet people and it just like, I don't know. It's I I, but I think my mindset is not I don't want to blame myself for everything, but we are magicians of our own lives like we are able to conjure up literally anything good emotions bad emotions like uh, everything um and i i just yeah i just don't i don't think i'm in a really good place with love right now um and i don't exactly know where it's stemming from but you know i i i feel a little sad girl but it's fine.
4: I was gonna say, doesn't it feel like everyone's like a little staggered right now? Like, you'll meet someone and they're just like not quite, and you're like, okay, well, maybe the next person is like not quite. I don't know. Like, is that how you feel at all? Or,
5: I, I'm, I think it might be the holidays, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, every year I'm like, oh, next year, next year I'm gonna be with someone, and then it's next year, and I'm like, well. It's okay. It's just me. But it's also like I fully trust in the universe that in in the plan that the universe has for me and God and whoever that what I'm experiencing right now is not because I'm being punished because that's where I'll go. I'll, I'll say that I'm like being punished or like, why does this always happen to me? Like, I am totally that person who talks that way like of course this would happen or of course they would of course they have a girlfriend or of course they're with so and so yeah and so i'm trying to fight my way out of that right now because it's you know i don't want to be like that so um it's hard yeah and and dating apps and stuff have not been like the most successful for me and Mm -hmm. i i will it's i go out too like i'll go out and and um, meet people but i think I don't know. And then people are like, why are you on those apps or you need to be dating people? I'm like, where do I find them?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A
5: library. Yeah. A library.
4: <laughs> a library. I know it's such a weird thing. Like the apps are weird. The world is weird. People are weird. Um, even just like for me, I, I when it comes to finding love, I will meet somebody who's incredible. Right. Like I'm like, they're really cool. And then I find out that maybe they like to drink a little too much. And, I'm, and I don't drink. I've been, I haven't had a drink in eight years, right? So I'm kind of like, do I want a boyfriend who still thinks it's really fun to go to West Hollywood and drink all the time? Not really. Not so much for me. You know, other aspects, too, where you'll meet somebody who it's so funny. I'll meet guys who are so emotionally intelligent, so on point with so much of their personality. And we're bonding. And he'll be like, I'm a strict bottom I'm a strict whatever. I'm a strict top. I'm a strict this. And I'm kind of like, like I'm versed. So it's kind of like, oh, I don't want to date like a strict bottom. I don't want to date like a strict top. Like I don't want to date like um, a guy who's like, oh, I don't like feminine men. Like we're gay. We're going to be feminine at some point, you know. So it's crazy because, you know, there's all these different tiny little details that go into finding somebody that I'm like, I don't know. I haven't lost faith, like I said. Every time I meet someone that I go, this could be it.
5: I feel like I'm, it's like in Peter Pan where they're like, just believe it won't work unless you believe like Tinkerbell, like bringing her back. I feel like that where, where they're telling me like, just believe, like I do feel a little bit like I'm losing faith, like a tiny, tiny, tiny bit, which is like, I don't know. It just, I think it's the holidays, you yeah. know, you get a little bit lonely and, um, but it's also like these outside expectations of like, you should be with a loved one, the commer- like the commercials and the like expectations of bringing someone home. And I'm like, first of all, I would not bring someone home. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah.
5: Not unless I was like,
4: yeah, I agree. Like, you know, wanting to bring somebody home. What's what the kids call. It. Do they still say cupping season? I never understood what cuffing season meant.
5: Cuffing season is when it's, like, before the holidays? Because you want to bring them into, like, to have a holiday boo and stuff.
4: But I guess I never understood if they meant cuffing is in, like, handcuffs or cuffing is in, like, the cuffs of your sleeves.
5: Handcuffs, your, the, r-
4: right? I don't know. Anyway. You know, the holidays bring in a lot of different things, like, with family and stuff. Like, we've had stuff with family and and things that we're kind of dealing with our own families that are real things like what's going on with yours
5: (laughs) um you know i think typical latino family stuff like everybody it's it's wild when you think of your family because a part of you is like would i choose these people to be friends with them some family members no some family members yes like we are Definitely together, we're blood related or we are spiritually related. Um, everyone has so many different personalities and boundaries and all this stuff, and it's wild when you go from your community with your friends. Like I'm, you know, living in LA and I'm from Phoenix, so when I come from my little comfy like community where everyone's working on themselves, and then you go to your family and some people are, you know, they some of your family members are not into therapy or they're just starting therapy or they need therapy or whatever it, it it can get a little bit like messy. Um, so I think my family, my core family is really, really good. Like baby mm-hmm. G, my little nephew is so freaking cute. He just started walking.
4: So cute. Beautiful. He's eyes. 10 months
5: old. Mm-hmm. Um, and my um, other nephew is eight years old. Theo, he is also
4: very sweet.
5: So freaking cute and so talented already. Like I filmed, I, I did this little like video with him and I may post it later, Um, but he, I like directed him. He did really good um, acting and he has like very, very intense ADHD where he needs to be stimulated. He's an only child. All of his cousins live in another state. So Um, he needs something to get his energy out. I had a bunch of cousins and, you know, I would get my energy out by beating the shit out of my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing with my brother. Like he, you know, we would, we would fight. So, and he doesn't have anyone to like express himself. So that was beautiful. Um, I took them to Flagstaff and this like beautiful cabin and we hung out. Um, I did a little, um, thing at NAU and it was like a little speech thing. northern arizona university Uh um it it was one of the colleges that i was going to go to and then Mm. it was it's too far it's like it's it's Flagstaff is like a it's where it snows it's up north in. it's in arizona um so i have been having really great like family moments that have pushed us all to work on ourselves to strengthen our family like our core family, but also our outer family. Like, I think we're at that time where um, every family has a moment where it's like, okay, like, let's shape up, you know, we want longevity, we want more happy memories. And as you get older, like I'm 30 now, you have to take, I mean, it's a whole thing of like, are you responsible or do you care? And I really do care to take some responsibility for the legacy of my family, you know, so that's where I'm at right now is to create more memories with them and traditions because um, I want to carry n- like new traditions. I'm I'm all about carrying on new traditions. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just a time to everyone's just kind of looking at themselves and being like, this is great. However, I want to speak my piece about something that happened a couple years ago. And we're like, OK, go ahead.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about yeah. it.
0: It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the Michael Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret,
0: like how your Amex Platinum card
1: helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
6: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
4: Yeah, we kind of had some things. So like our my family right now is kind of like dealing with a lot of death and a lot of grief, I would say, which has been kind of humbling in so many ways, but also just kind of like, OK, let's go. Like, you know, my mom was kind of not in contact with her sisters and her brother for they talked, but like they didn't spend a lot of time together. And one of my theas was diagnosed with cancer and it brought us all together, right? Like we were spending the holidays together. We were spending birthdays again together as a family. And then my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and it kind of just, you know, brought us all, um, I'm sorry if I get emotional, but it kind of brought us all back together, like in a way that made us go drama aside, things aside, like We really have limited time with one another, with the people that we love, right? Um, I think between my grandmother dying and then my dog dying, and then my dad's dog, who also grew up with us, you know, Lucy was 15 years old. I'm the one that brought her in. She was supposed to be my dog. And then she became my dad's dog. Like, she just passed away. So, like, my soul dog died. His soul dog died. Like, his mom died, my grandma, and then now dealing with my gra- my mom's stuff like it is a lot but you know people ask me like you know a lot of people are like are you okay like you just got broken up with for the fourth time like you're dealing with all this stuff and i'm kind of like i'm good like i am within my gratitude and i think that what this has been like what this time has been for me is that Everything is fleeting, right? Like everything is constantly moving and growing and changing. And if you can stay in that space of being like what you taught me, right? Like observing versus absorbing, right? Like truly just witnessing everything around you and the moments of all these different things, like you start taking these moments less for granted. Like one of my best friends... Um, stepmoms, like, it's her mom, right, who also raised us, was diagnosed with another form of cancer, which is more more, uh, severe, I guess. Like, it's more aggressive. And even that, like, having these women in my life, like, these people in my life who um, raised me in a lot of ways, uh, kind of going through different things has been something that you kind of go, like, oh, shit. I have to be thankful that I still have the autonomy that will inevitably leave all of us. You know, it's like the ability to feed myself, the ability to get into my car and drive myself, um, the ability to kind of, you know, wipe my own ass will at some point, if I'm lucky to live long enough, leave me. And and so I'm I'm thankful for the ability that I have now. And I think that it's really funny, the other day somebody asked me like, how's your mom doing? I'm like, she just told my dad to die three times, so I think she's doing <laughs> all right. Like, I think personality's still intact.
5: <laughs>
3: like, <Yeah.
4: laughs> she's still thriving and doing well, you know? And I laugh about shit like that. Like, I'm, you know, my family's like, oh my God, that's so fucked up. And you know, how do people say that? And it was a big deal, but for me, I'm like, you gotta laugh at shit that you can, yeah. you can, you have to laugh at the shit that you can laugh at. And you have to kind of uh, take time and be slow with the things that are actually uh, more serious and the things that actually matter. Um, you know, which four, goes four, into four. our next four before, which goes into like our next category of like mental health. Like you know, in terms of my mental health, it I'm surprisingly really good. Like yeah. I feel like, like I said earlier, like Estelita getting her groove back, and. I feel that being so close to death and being so close to all these things has taught me, like, I don't have time. We don't have time. Like Alua Arthur says, we are all dying. You know, like we don't have time. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep going. Um, So my mental health is like, it's good. It's popping. How's your mental health right now?
5: Oh my <laughs> Curly. <laughs> I really love
4: eventual. you. <laughs> I love you too. I
5: love
4: you too. Um,
5: yeah, it's, it's, um, I, and I feel like I've told you this before too. Like, you, like, people ask me too, like, how's Curly? I'm like, he's, like, you've had such a, I mean, there's no good or bad way of processing anything, especially what you're going through. It just is, the way you're processing it is the way you're processing it. But you've had a really, especially with breakup stuff, you've had a really Mm. great outlook on everything. Cause like I can go very deep into a hole and (laughs) you can bring me out and be like, girl, it's fine. I'm like, huh? Okay. (laughs) You know, like, I feel like we can do that where we can bring each other out of like these holes, um, of just like, I don't know. You just get stuck in it. And yeah. you've been like such a great uh, example and teacher of like how to how to have like a, a good state of mind when shit hits the fucking fan. Yeah.
4: I mean, it's really over all and over again. It's perspective, yeah. right? Like it's very easy for me to go, damn, my ex-boyfriend you know, this happened and this happened or whatever. Um, And uh, it's very easy to go, damn, I just lost my grandma now. Like I'm having to deal with stuff with my mom, not even deal, but having to, you know, experience these things. But I think that my perspective is less like, woe is me. And more about like, wow, out of all the grandmas, I got that one. Out of all Mm. the moms, I got this one. Like
0: Mm. out of
4: all the relationships I could have learned um, oh, it's hard. Like, out of all the relationships that I could have had this, like, great lesson with or share time and space with friends, family, dogs, like, it was those. It's those that are around you. It's the, um, the dogs that are around you, the parents that you have, the fucked up relationships that you have, the good ones, like, what a fucking blessing. And... I feel like when people get to the end of their lives and they look back and they go, whoa, they get it. They get the whole picture and everything just, like, makes sense. You know?
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are we synced or are our periods synced? (laughs) I
4: haven't. It's funny. I haven't actually cried about this. Like, I haven't really, like, let myself... Not let myself, but I haven't really like cried over it. So it's funny that I'm doing it here, not because I block it out, but because I'm just like, I like, I go, it's it's like my brain just goes right back into gratitude, you know?
5: I think it's helpful for people to hear that because it's a reminder of like, if anything we have in this life, it's, it's gratitude, like, and that's something we have to hold on to that will help us get through. And it's not just like, tell me five things that you're grateful for. It's like gratitude is, is different than being thankful. Like I feel like it's, it's been commercialized so much and it's like gratitude at its core is like, and, and having that like throughout all of your life too, whether you have lost somebody or not, like, It's a practice, you know, it's it's a habit. And I think it is such a great reminder for anyone listening to, like, do a little gratitude check.
4: Yeah, (laughs) you know, like Like, truly. And you're right. It's different than being thankful. Being thankful is like, I I, think, you know, somebody gives you an extra scoop of an ice cream and you're like, thank you. Like, oh, I'm thankful. Like, gratitude is truly the deep spiritual step back of being like. You know, you go from being like, I accept it to I celebrate it.
5: I was going to say, like, it's it's I feel like the highest form of acceptance, the most evolved form of acceptance where it's like, I'm accepting this and I'm grateful for the lesson and the Mm -hmm. lessons that I have and the experiences like Mm -hmm. that's a huge, huge, huge thing that I feel like I have been trying to work on with love also. And just everything is like. I can go to the sadness so quickly and stay there versus like be just being grateful that I experienced this thing with this person for that amount of time, you know, like, and that is so, that's so important because things in our lives and people, like sometimes they're just experiences. They're not meant to stay around for a long time. They're Mm -hmm. only meant for us to be, they're only meant in our lives for that amount of time. And that's just it. You know, yeah, like we want yeah. things forever or for a while, and that's just not realistic. You yeah, know? Absolutely. And the, I feel like the more we accept and have gratitude for those experiences, the, I don't know, I feel like the less sad we would be. I don't know. I am mean, just speaking for myself. Absolutely.
4: I mean, look, I, like I said earlier, there are some things that warrant deep sadness, there are yes, some things that course. warrant deep depression. Uh, at what point do you say, Thank you for everything. Thank you so much Mm. for the lessons. I truly would not be the person that I am today had it not been for you. I truly would not be in the same space, at the same calmness, at the same level of, of, of becoming an elder in my own right had it not been for you, for my grandmother who was here and who left, for my amazing dogs, for my family, for you, my best friend. You know, for other people in our lives, Joyce, Gadiel, like for the people listening to our podcast, like truly all a part of the web that makes us, you know, for um, uh, Karina, who's working with us right now, for August, for Josie, who worked with us before, too. Like everybody just all part of this tapestry Mm -hmm. that you kind of take a step back and go, well done, universe, like you did great, kid. Well, should we get into some fun, (laughs) some fun things? (laughs) Yes,
5: yeah. (laughs) Okay. Dale. So let's talk about some of our favorites right now. Currently, it's November 29th, Wednesday, 4.52 p.m. Curly, do you have any favorite, like, songs that you're listening to on repeat right now?
4: I am all about City Girls right now. I just saw (laughs) that they released an album, I think, in October. I think October. (gasps) that I was late for, they have a song called Piñata. And anytime the city girls talk in Spanish, it just cracks me up so hard. Like, they have a song with Doja Cat where they're like, this, they're talking about their cooter, they're like, this cooter bilingual. And then one of the girls is like, hola. And then in this song, (laughs) Piñata, she's like, I'm wet like aqua. And then the other girl in the the background goes, water. (laughs) (laughs) So it's so stupid. And then the way that, like, American culture kind of, like, dips into, like, Latino words where they go, give me the enchilada. Like, it's so, like, for us, we're, like, out of all the words you could have used to describe, like, a dick, you choose enchilada. So it's very uh, funny and how it's very stereotypical. But it is my jam right now on repeat. City Girls, piñata. Look it up. What
5: about you? mine's the mine's opposite um truesdale they mm-hmm. are a trio they do harmonies um and it's a song called movie star mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and some of the lyrics are pull over in a parking lot slow dancing to my favorite song you kiss me at the perfect part i'm feeling like a movie star your hands wrapped around my waist. Nobody makes me feel this way. I never thought a man apart. I'm feeling like a movie star. And this is this wet, one like lyric.
4: Aqua. <laughs> That's yes. You're famous to
5: me. I'm trying to see if I'm famous to you. When we're out at a party we and both lock eyes. When I know that we're leaving and we don't ask why, like this is my manifestation song that I'm trying to ingrain in my brain and it is it is the second most list, listened to song this year mm. and it just came out last month.
4: <laughs> wow, wait, what? I all... listened
5: to it. Yeah. Oh, for you. All, for me. Oh, okay. For my Spotify Wrapped came out. Wow. Oh, have you done your Spotify Wrapped?
4: Yeah, I did. Who what was, was your favorite your... artist?
5: Um Beyonce. Mine too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on.
4: And wet like aqua. Um, mine was Beyonce. Uh, the second one was a problematic rapper um, who I blocked for a, a big part of the year. And then I unblocked, and then I must have listened to uh, the albums. A Miley lot.
5: Cyrus was on my um, Artists of the Year which i i I have a i i listened to a lot of um i listened to flowers when it first came out Mm -hmm. um but i was like that's kind of weird and i also had this thing with miley that like remember when there was um miley and mandy versus demi and selena like Uh miley and mandy were these two white girls who were like making fun of demi and selena and i i love demi and selena because i'm like they're latina like this and that um and miley and miley and mandy were just so mean to them so i just always have this like weird little thing for miley Cyrus that i'm like mm, blocked, blocked. <laughs> i'm just kidding Back just like you. but i love her music i love her music um but not like that not for her to be in my top whatever
6: at purdueglobal.edu.
5: Anyway, what about shows? What about shows or movies that you, what are you watching right now?
4: Um, literally, as you know, Problematic Faves, Obsessed, I love them. I love them so much kardashians the kardashians
5: <laughs> but you know what they're turning out they're turning out some good production like
4: did you watch this last episode
5: i didn't but i've was it the one with um north,
4: north? yeah north i is saw clips so on tiktok funny that whole, the, on, honestly like all the episodes sometimes they're kind of boring but like if chloe's in it for me chloe and kim and north are so funny but courtney is like bringing the uh narcissist talk like all the sisters, the whole family forgave Tristan for cheating on Chloe cuz they're like if it makes Chloe happy, we forgive you. Courtney was like no. Like her daughter Penelope was also like no. Like I don't forgive Tristan for cuz Courtney's an Aries. Oh really? Yes, she is. Wow. Yeah. Courtney's like, she literally said to him, do the, what, what? how do you feel when you cheat? Like, do the words match the actions? Like, do you have any remorse? Like she, ba- I feel like she was asking him like narcissistic questions. Like, are you a narcissist? You know? And I was like.
5: But I love that because like. I love that. Despite like at, at their core, you know, removing all the problematic things, like their dynamic as sisters, like has been extremely crazy like they have literally physically assaulted each other they have said the most nasty things to each other and yet they are still down for each other yeah and will like you know when kim went through um the burglary burglary in france yeah. you know like they were all shook like the sisters were all shook yeah. and compared to like you know recent arguments they've had Courtney and and Kim, like they're still going to be down for each other, you know, and and I wonder, I don't I don't believe it's all because of like their brand and and their TV show, like I can truly see a sister ship sisterhood with them
4: i agree and i yeah. think
5: that's what and i don't have any sisters so i think sometimes like when i'll watch i'll feel guilty watching and i'll be like i wonder what it's like to have a sister but i feel like i would <laughs> also beat the shit out of my sister like they did
0: <laughs> just oh being real
5: God. you know so maybe it's good that i i don't have a sister but um what are you watching? I'm watching i'm watching um married at first sight u.s uh-huh, version uh-huh. married at first sight australia which is blowing mm-hmm. my mind it's so good I'm watching. Uh, I paused on Love Island Australia because there's a girl who was on Meredith First Sight Australia who's on Love Island Australia right now, and I wanna I wanna catch up on that lore first. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I'm waiting for Love Island UK, and those are what I'm watching right now. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with Elemental. Have you? Did I did see I, Elemental. I didn't
4: like that movie. I don't get I it. I liked
5: it. I liked it. I liked it because. I want a guy like like the um, like the water guy. <laughs> I think he's so freaking cute. I uh, felt
4: like he. W- I feel like it was just too, like, the storyline felt too weak for me, and the characters didn't feel witty enough for me. The characters didn't feel like like I knew she was angry. I knew she had anger. Right. She had anger it, yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. She burned things down. It's not I got my it.
5: favorite. Yeah, it was all very like one note.
4: It was one note. That's how I felt. Yeah,
5: yeah. I just loved because I think because I'm a fire sign and I identify so much oh, with the main yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. that I I I'm more so attached it to my own. Okay, traumas. so you're
4: like that's me. I'm her.
5: <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I loved Elemental. Um, and yeah, I think I'm just watching a lot of like reality TV show. Re- reality TV shows, I don't think there's any like scripted TV shows that I'm watching right now. Um I run through them fast.
4: I know, they're so good. Honestly, like I like reality shows where people look like f- fucking crazy. Like the more plastic surgery, the more crazier outfits, the more the phonier your pony is. I want to watch it. Like, I want to see all that stuff. I'm like, like, with Selling Sunset, I'm like, oh, my God, their faces are just getting, like, higher and higher. Their boobs are getting bigger and bigger. Like
5: same thing for Marin at First Sight. Everyone has lip fillers. And I kind of, like, I don't know. I've been thinking of getting lip fillers. But I don't like when you turn to the side and you can see, like, the duck part. Like, the duck lips Yeah, It's kind of hard because
4: I get fillers, but my mustache covers it. You, you can't
5: even tell. Yours look really, really good. Yeah. But I just don't like that look. You know? I don't like that. Because um, everybody has it. And so now I'm like, mm, okay. Um, you can tell sometimes
4: when I'm like... <laughs> Hold on. Um. Uh, what about food? What are you into for food? I feel like for food, I just... It's between Mexican food and sushi. It's like... And maybe Salvadorian sopas, like sopa de re, sopa de pata, like that's my jam. But if you give me like, if you tell me baby G, like baby curly, baby G, baby curly, you know, Mexican food, you know what I did today? I ordered two burritos and a quesadilla. I was here for it. It's just so delicious. That's my jam.
5: I'm a chicken finger girl. I'm a chicken strips girl.
4: huh.
5: and I had that the other day. I've not been eating healthy with food lately. So that's something that I want to get back on. Unfortunate. Um, have you been on any trips or had any crazy experiences recently?
4: No, but we are planning a trip. My cousins and I are thinking about going to Costa Rica next year. So we're talking about that. And we're planning around it. Um, but I did have like a really cute thing that happened to me the other day. I went to Melrose with Chantel. Chantel Houston, for those who are listening. She's another really cool Latina. Um and this guy was like, Hey, do you guys do you mind like looking at uh, my t-shirts and telling me what you think and da, da da. So we were talking to him about his line and you know, we were just talking for a little bit, and I didn't really give him an opinion. But as I was walking away, he was like, Hey, is your hair silver? And I'm like, and I was wearing a hat. And he was like, I was like, Yeah, and he's like, How old are you? And I'm like, Oh, I'm 36. And he's like, You look so young that he's like, the your silver is what threw me off. And I'm like, it was like a little bit of like a diss, but also like such a compliment that I was like, Oh my god, thank you so much. So that was like really a really cute experience that I had lately where I was like, oh <laughs> my Well I had an
5: experience on TikTok live. Someone said, You look old and young at the same time. <laughs> and I said, What is what does that mean? And they were like, You look like 42, but also 25. I'm like,
4: Thanks. <laughs> That's probably what this guy was trying to say to me. I'm sure. I'm like, I miss who I was before I heard that. <laughs> I love when people comment that, like, I miss who I was six <laughs> seconds ago.
5: <laughs> I miss who I was before I heard that. <laughs> people are like, then everyone in the comments were like, "What are you talking about? She looks, she looks like she's 25. She looks like that. I'm like, I'm 30. I'm like, but I'm ex- I'm excited to be 40." Like, yeah, I I think it's so chuggy when people are like, I don't want to be like when they talk about getting older in that way. I stopped. I'm stopping myself from like saying, oh, I don't want to be older. I don't want to look this way. I don't want to look that because I'm like, wait, everything just gets better and better. Like, I feel so good being 30. I feel like um, I went to. Speak at that university, Mm -hmm. and I was like, How old are you guys? And they're like, 20, 23, 24. I'm like, Ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're like, How old are you? I'm like, I'm 30. They're like, 30. I'm like, Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You
5: don't gotta say it like that. And I go, I just feel like when I turned 30, like literally the day I turned 30, I felt like something chemically in my brain changed. And they're like, Yeah your brain is fully developed i'm like
4: uh-huh thank you 20 year old thank you <laughs>
5: and yours is, is severely under, underdeveloped <laughs> <laughs> i was just like yeah like when i turned 30 like my brain just felt like something clicked they're like yeah your your brain gets fully developed at that age so i'm like great so this is what we got to work with for the rest of our lives.
4: <laughs> this is it. We did it. We this peaked. This is it. And I'm enjoying the <laughs> peak. I will say that if, considering that I'm four years away from 40, if this is what I look like at my late in my late 30s and my early 40s, I have been very blessed. And I'm so thankful that this
2: is what the universe and Dr. Yovino gave me. Thank you. And now for our
4: astrology section 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 section. section. Woo! Maya, which star sign do you feel like you are kind of like learning a lot from right now?
5: Aquarius. Because mm. my two nephews are Aquarius and I see them as they're they're so curious and they're they're such investigators like Aquarius babies you know at their purest form of maybe they're a little bit influenced by the world but at their purest forms to investigate and question like mm-hmm. to not just accept like well, why do I have to do that like you know what I'm saying like they even though you're like just do it like yeah. <laughs> like my nephew Theo was like throwing these um uh, he was playing with the pool table and he was throwing the the pool table balls like against the wall and i was like and it was against like the pool table wall and it was creating a lot of noise and i go Theo can you hold off on that until like tomorrow i'm like and he's like why i'm like because Thea maya is is overstimulated why i'm like because the loud noises are making me very anxious like oh okay so tomorrow what time tomorrow like i'm like i don't
4: know wow just stop (laughs) like just stop it right now
5: but like i love how curious they are and i love that my sister-in-law and my brother are such great parents to them and they don't um like they don't dim their curiosity or their light they encourage it and so i've been learning a lot from aquarius because they're just I, i i'm Before, I was a little scared of them because I had dated one before and it was like he had an issue with authority. Mm -hmm. And so I'm starting to see like I don't want these boys to have or whatever they choose to identify as later to have an issue with authority. I want them to respect authority and ask questions, get the answers they need to make their own decisions, but also respect the elders and understand why they're saying these certain things. So I think I'm learning a lot, also a little bit about parenting, mm. which is a little crazy. Mm. I don't know. It's it's like this. My heart grew a hundred thousand sizes since like Theo came into our lives and Yeah, Baby that happens G. with nephews.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
5: that. Um, it's been really enriching, and and so I've I've always wanted to feel what it feels like, and um, I had a moment speaking of experiences also i had a moment on thanksgiving where um you know my sister-in-law was like oh i'm gonna put down the baby can i put him in your room and i was like oh my god like if i would have thought like as a teenager that my little baby nephew would be sleeping in my room Mm -hmm, like in the mm -hmm. future you would have cleaned
4: it Sooner, I would
5: have cleaned it sooner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I was like, "Wow, (laughs) you you always have to do that, (laughs) and you're not wrong."
4: Virgo joke, (laughs) and you're not wrong because you know
5: it's not not clean.
4: (laughs) Oh my god, Um, mine has been mine has been Taurus this year. I've learned a lot from Taurus. My last partner was a Taurus. My mom, my my mom, who I've spent the most time with this year, I would say my sister... And you
5: were literally, you grew inside of her a Taurus body. Yeah,
4: exactly. I grew in a Taurus body. My sister who's a Taurus, my sister who's my first protector ever, um, mm-hmm. aside from, you know, my parents. Um, I'm just learning so much about them. Like, truly just the... Uh, the dedication that they have to uh, so many different things in their lives, but truly just the dedication that they have for people that they love. Like they will go to bat for the people that they love. They will, they are um, selfless and are ruthless in the way that they love. Uh, And and I mean that in a positive way. Um, And it's been kind of inspiring, but I'm also learning how the stubborn thing, oof, baby girl, That stubborn thing, it is real, real, real. And so I'm also just learning that. But it has allowed me to reflect on my own shit where I'm like, as a Virgo, I recognize that I also am very stubborn. But I'm thankful that I'm not that stubborn.
5: (laughs) Taurus, I have to be like, do your own thing. Come back to me when you want to. I'm not pressuring you guys to like hang out with me or to love me or whatever like literally do what you want to do if you want to be around cool if not whatever i will yeah. let you know that i admire and want your presence in my life yeah but i will not fight for like to, you know I, i'm not gonna fight
4: yeah do you boo boo well maya that concludes our zodiac section section section, section. where can people find you
5: you can find me at My In the Moment, M-A-Y-A, In the Moment, anywhere with the screen. And you
4: can find me at the Curly B show on Instagram and TikTok.
5: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Super Secret Vestie Club podcast. We hope you enjoyed this little random check-in. And sorry we don't have enough time to hear you and your check-in, but I'm I guess that are you fine? Are you good? Good, that's great. Awesome. That's awesome. Great. Okay, um <laughs> yeah, so let us know on our social media. Hit us up like what do you want on the n- podcast
2: next time. Woohoo! Bye. Love you, bye.
5: bye. sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more
4: podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
2: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. In terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And stay Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
3: any disease.